Okay, don't imagine there's going to be many people watching this, but um, I'm recording it at the same time, and I'll have to edit it. This is the first time doing this channel live, and there's it's very complicated and a lot of setups that um, apparently didn't take, so I'm trying to handle it on the fly. So, what do we have here? We've got messages. Okay, nothing important. All right, so what is the point of this? First of all, I'm going to preface it by saying, as always, these are my opinions. So you can argue with yourself. My opinion is my opinion. But um, I actually was going to do this video either Monday or Tuesday, and it's Wednesday now. And the reason is I kind of went down a rabbit hole looking up information and trying to verify one source to the other and so what am i going to talk about today today i'm going to talk about the unmentionable little bit but i'm also going to talk about vaccines and um i keep getting asked what my position is and i'm asked all the time on the Grand Columbia channel, and I don't really want to talk, you know, that's for, you know, traveling here, living here, things about that. But I didn't really want to dodge it. So here's the deal. I'm not against taking these vaccines at all. For myself personally, um, particularly after all the research that I've done, I don't see a need for it for me. Uh, I don't see a need for it because I've had it previously. And when you get the vaccine, it does the same thing as if you had caught it naturally. It builds up antibodies. And I want to talk about the vaccine and why I'm not really opposed to it. But I completely understand why some people would be worried about it because of all the misinformation. you got government officials basically out and out lying about it. Um, you know, trying to put scare into people. And, um, you know, so if you can't trust what they're saying, then you, you think, why would you want to trust, you know, a vaccine that you don't really know about? So I'm going to talk about a few numbers, but I'm not really going to have this conversation about numbers because um, it's I'm not really trying to do that. If you want to know specific numbers, look it up. But there's a couple that are striking. First of all, According to the CDC, and you'll find this on their website, with the vaccine, if you catch COVID, you have a 99.999% chance of survival. It's like, damn, that's pretty good. It's pretty effective. Now, without the vaccine, according to the CDC, if you catch COVID, you have a 99.998% chance of survival. Um, <laughs> there's been a problem with this right from the beginning. Everybody seems to have noticed, but it's, uh, and I'll probably get blocked for this so the video will get canceled, but... It, it, the, te the testing that took place, the CDC announced 
two or three weeks ago, and you'll also find this on their website, that this PCR testing that they've been doing from the beginning, once they got the tests up and running, are unreliable because the tests are unable to distinguish between the influenza and the COVID-19 virus. Now, I'm not making this up. You can see it on the website. And that explains why since COVID over the past year and a half, there's been a dramatic drop or disappearance of flu cases. But, uh, you know, this big increase in COVID-19. Now, I am not saying COVID-19 is fake because I know it's not. I got it. The symptoms are different than the flu. And um, I think for a lot of people, it can be very serious. And if anybody asks my advice, I would say if you fall into the high-risk category uh, or even the riskier categories and you haven't had COVID, why not take it? Uh, we've had a, a number of months now to determine how unsafe or safe this vaccine is. And contrary to some dramatic and some faked um, videos that you'll find on the internet, uh, the statistics best I could tell, it's it's pretty good. It's, it's, um, it's proving out to be what had been tested on 40,000 people. It's proving out to be 95% effective. Now, you get the vaccine and you can have a reaction to it. One of the side effects for most people is going to be a, swell, a, a, a swelling, a redness, sore, and you know, where you got the shot. It's the nature of the shot. Um, when I was in the Marine Corps, <laughs> when, you, when you're going through boot camp, you have to get every shot imaginable. And um, you're a pincushion. I don't remember how many dozens of shots you get, but you get them by the gun, you get them by the needle. You just you you just go down this line. You got your shirt off. You got your they call it a laundry number. My number was 36. And you got an X on your chest. I don't remember what that was for. And you got a bare arm here. You got a bare arm here. And you walk down this gauntlet, and you have all these. Um, well, corpsmen, we call them, but you might think of them as medics, lined up, and they'll have these air guns, and they'll just in one arm, in the other arm, and you go to the next guy. And you have to you get to another one, you have to drop your drawers, and the worst one of all, you get in the top of your butt, and, um, oh, what's it called? I don't remember what it's called, but you can barely walk for a couple of days. Of course, what do they do the next day? They take you out and take you for a run. But it's, it's agonizing. Um, you know, in those shots, you know, you, you, different ones, you know, you swell up and you have all these issues. So it, it's not different as far as that goes. Um, but the big issue I'm seeing with this vac vaccination deal is it, it appears to be primarily a pushback. Uh, a pushback from people that don't want to be forced to do something. Kind of like when seatbelt laws came out. You had a lot of people that uh, refused to wear a seatbelt that had it not become mandatory, probably would, and some probably did. It's, um, you know, it's kind of in the DNA of, uh, 
you know, if you're born in the United States, that you kind of have that in you. You watch enough John Wayne movies or something, or Clint Eastwood. I, I don't know, but um, you know, it's, it's certainly an issue. So I was saying, if you're in a in a risk category, so let me. Uh, well, I got some things here. I don't remember what they were. Let me take a look. First of all, this one. Okay, yeah, this is for people that caught COVID. What underlying conditions did they have and how did it affect that hospitalization? These are people that were hospitalized. But with the COVID, they had these other issues. And the first group, let me see, I can do the first group here in my ragged line. I can't draw very well with a mouse on a computer. But they're all related to obesity. You got hypertension, heart disease. Uh, obesity named right out. I uh, can't, it's too small for me. Another one. But the first uh, five are, which is the vast majority of them, are obesity. And then if you look at the age, the primary age is 60s and up. But it does have up to 50, you have very few people that are ever hospitalized and certainly very few people that ever die. Over 50, it's where it starts to go up. But when you hit the mid-60s, that's where it starts really spiking up. So it's kind of like uh, like this, and then it goes up a little, and then it spikes. So if you're, if you're in your 60s and you have these underlying conditions, I personally, I would say get the vaccine if you haven't had COVID because it's proving to be pretty effective. Now, I will address the question about, well, but if you get the vaccine, why is it, you know, you have people that are getting COVID and how can they spread it? Well, there's actually an answer to that. Um, and instead of talking about the reality, the politicians are talking about the politics. I guess, what can you expect? I had the same shots as you while in the Army. Okay, I'm seeing your chat there. I'm not seeing it another place I had it set up. Yeah, this setup is kind of a kind of a disaster first time around. Crosa, uh, greetings from Tampa Bay, Florida. Hello. It looks like there's three of you online. So um, I'm surprised there's any. So uh, where was I? Okay. Another thing, and I'm going to go into, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Another thing that is coming up is the Delta variant. And, you know, some people think it's being made up in order to create a second round or a third round of scare tactics in order to put people in lockdown and all of that. And honestly, I do believe there is some of that with a group of politicians. But... I, it is a real thing. Variants, we knew variants were going to happen. But what's being talked about with the, you know, they're talking about the Delta variants here and it's a killer. Well, they said the same thing about COVID. And the percentage, like, remember, no vaccination, 99.998% chance of survival if, if you catch COVID. So when this vaccine came out, I remember a press conference early on. Uh, uh, I think Trump Trump was still president. And in this press, so that's how, I think it was back in December, uh, when it first came out, 
in this press conference, somebody asked a, a pretty obvious question. They said, well, if the flu has all these variations and you get a flu shot, but if you if they choose the wrong flu shot, then you still get the flu. How do we know that's not going to happen with COVID? And there was a good, it was a real good question. It wasn't answered very well. And I was a little surprised about some of the things that I found out. But one of the things that people are panicking about is this idea that it's an mRNA vaccine. Technically, not really the traditional type of vaccine. Traditionally, what do you have? You have, okay, I want to get um, measles. So what do they do? They, you know, culture measles and then they kill them and then they take those cells and they, uh, you know, they stick them in your arm and, and those cells aren't going to um, reproduce, but it's going to help your body recognize them and build up an immunity. And that's what vaccines do, so that your body knows it, realizes it's the enemy, attacks it, kills it, so you're okay. The mRNA doesn't work that way. And actually, I think this is kind of a miracle of modern science, the mRNA. It has nothing to do with taking your DNA and, and manipulating it and a lot of things that people are freaking out about. Uh, you, can, you can dig and find out about this. It's not new. Uh, the first the first ones came out in uh, 2011, about 10 years ago, and it was uh, for cancer research. Now, the difference is, in order to do this COVID vaccine, they don't take the um, virus and put it in you, dead or alive. They don't do that. What this does is reads the genetic roadmap of the virus and it informs your body of what to look for. It doesn't put it in you. It's almost like, um, and I know a lot of people that have more knowledge, I'm trying to simplify this. Uh, I, I read the details, but um, it would be really boring and, and if you didn't read the whole thing in context, it's kind of a waste of time. But if it's kind of like imagine just reprogramming a computer to recognize a virus that is going to come in from the internet. Okay, if, if you have any virus check, uh, uh, programs, what happens is every day or two or three or whatever, it gets an update because there's new information. And, and that's what keeps your computer on top of viruses so you don't get them like we used to get them. It's kind of like that. It's just kind of programming your body to recognize the, the protein spikes that are, you know, for COVID. And what it does is it has the body uh, kick in its immunity system so that if you do get COVID, it'll recognize it and it will attack it properly. Now, people that are not at high risk, this particular virus, they're able to do it naturally but a lot of people aren't and that's what goes on with a lot of diseases is some people can naturally fight it and some people can't and uh, when you have huge epidemics with with a lot of people dying you know uh, like the bubonic plague or things like that 
you you just don't have very many people immune to it. But when you have something like influenza, you got a lot of people that are immune to it, or uh, their their immune system kicks in and takes care of them. So it's not always the same. And with COVID, it's not that it's not that many people. It's in that category. We'll say over fifty to sixty on up with other health conditions. Those people probably should get this shot. Um, if you have any questions, uh, the vaccines were developed in two or three months. Uh, no, they weren't developed in two or three months. As I said, uh, see, here's the nice thing about this mRNA. Uh, this had been in development for years, and the first ones actually came out. 10 years ago for cancer. So you say, ah, but what's that got to do with COVID? Here's the thing. The mRNA is virtually the same platform. So that's the nice thing about it. So if you had uh, a smallpox vaccine and a polio vaccine, they were unique unto themselves and they had to be uh, discovered. They had to be created for that particular thing. And so there was just endless tests trying to figure out what is actually going to be effective for this one. And for this one, it's a completely different set of circumstances. With the mRNA, it's essentially a basic platform that will work for everything. And all they have to do is figure out the specific programming they need to give it that to inform your body of that. So what they developed for the cancer research, this will apply to virtually every virus. It's, so instead of having to start from ground zero and go through you know this years of discovery, this the basics are already there and they just have to figure out that particular coding. So that's why I said early on, this is like a miracle of science and um, it, it works, it's effective. It doesn't affect your DNA. You're not gonna grow three heads. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of these things on the internet. You know, one I, I recognized right away, it showed this guy who got the shot and he took a, and he showed how it was swollen. Well, yeah, that's that's a pretty common thing. So he takes a light bulb out of the wall and he takes a light bulb and he holds it to his arm and the light bulb goes on. He takes it back and goes off. And and, he, and another person had coins and they had their arm out like this and they're putting coins and they're saying, see, it's, it's magnetized. Wait, but you put a coin on your skin uh, on an angle and it's, and it's gonna stay. And that's what was going on. With the light bulb, it was, it was a prank light bulb. You could, I, Somebody I knew sent me the thing on the little video of this light bulb deal on Facebook. I recognized it right away. So I went to Amazon. I clicked on the link where they sell that exact light bulb, which is kind of unique because it's got these heat fins on it. So, it, you know, I, I click on the link. I send the link back. I say, you have, you have to quit believing this stuff. It, it looked very, it was a sincere thing. It wasn't a parody or anything else. It was somebody just putting out crap. So there's a lot of crap out there that sounds real, sounds believable, but um, I mean, you gotta you gotta do your own homework on this stuff. Now, 
This is a farce. This does nothing. And what gets me is, you know, early on, they had it somewhat right. They said, well, you're not wearing this for other people. You're, or you're not wearing it for yourself. You're wearing it for other people. Um, no, this isn't mine. <laughs> Somebody left it here. It wouldn't be caught dead with that color. But they said, you know, in case you sneeze or whatever, that you're not gonna you're not gonna spread it. Okay, well, there, there's a little bit of truth to that. I mean, it's not completely the way it was represented, but somewhat. Um, this is an airborne virus, and you're not gonna stop it. But you know, it, it could make a little bit of a difference. But now they talk about it as protection. Well, it doesn't protect you. They can't protect you. It's particularly, I mean, look at the kind of masks that people wear. This is actually one of the better ones because it's got a double layer. But a lot of them are just cloth or they're t-shirts that are, you know, made into face guard. They're doing absolutely nothing. Um, you can look up the reason why. You don't have to, you know, I, I don't want to go into the details. But, um, you, you know, it's 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 just a farce. So, um not a fan of those it's it's theater as um who was it uh not ron paul Rand Rand paul and he was uh, in a congressional hearing with or senate hearing senate hearing with uh fauci and he says no this is just theater isn't it it's theater well Rand paul's a doctor <laughs> you know he's he's not like an idiot um, and, and it is, it's theater, it's, it's, um, it's a placebo, but, um, you know, so for that, I'm no fan. And with the Delta virus, they're actually kind of undermining themselves because, um, they're, they're saying you got to go back to the mask because of it. But then on the other hand, they're talking about why is this Delta virus, uh, or so what's the characteristics of it, first of all? Well, the characteristics are it's much more contagious. It, it lingers in the air for a considerably longer period of time. Whereas before, the average time to catch it if you were in the same vicinity was like 15 minutes, and now you can catch it like in minutes. Uh, paraphrasing. On the other hand, it's less serious than the original COVID-19. So fewer people are apt to end up in the hospital. So, so where does the mask come in? Well, the thing is, if this is aerosol and hangs out, uh, you know, longer, somebody can be in a room, leave the room, and then you come into the room. The mask is not protection. So if that virus is there, it's not going to protect you. Then you're still, you know, you're still gonna breathe in that virus, get it on your skin, and uh, you know you're gonna catch it. So um, there really is no rationale for it, just because we now have this Delta variant. Now, what happens when you get a variant? Well, it's slightly different, and it's it's going to you're going to get a bit of a spike out of it. It's not nearly as drastic. Remember the testing they're doing is also identifying flu cases, according to the CDC. Uh, you know, so, you know, what percentage? You have to wonder why there's almost no flu. And 
it used to be a lot of people would die from the flu. Well, they died from the complications. They get pneumonia or whatever. And, you know, for the past year, you haven't had hardly anybody die from the flu. It's all been COVID. Well, we knew, we knew. I mean, it's common sense that there was some crossover there. So what are the real numbers? Okay, so um, do I have anything else to say on this? Charles, you deleted all your comments. There was nothing wrong with your comments. Um, let's see. Uh, said that, said that. Oh, yeah, I, I mentioned at that press conference, I, I don't think I, I, I said everything I meant to say on it. At that press conference, when they asked the question about what are you going to do when variations come out, and their response to that, I think I got distracted by something else. Their response to that was that they there would probably be over a hundred variations of this over the next few years, and because of the type of vaccine that this is, where it's not actually putting a specific virus into you, it's putting the category of virus to trigger your immune system to fight it. Uh, because of that, it will cover hundreds of variations that come along. And then now they're saying, but people with the, you know, with the vaccine, they're catching it. And yeah, they, they can and will catch it. And even if you had the old type, but what happens is instead of getting as sick as they would, they're either asymptomatic, no symptoms of it at all, or they're very mild. And that's because the vaccine is, is allowing them to fight it off. Now, I had COVID, I have antibodies, so if I were to get the vaccine, it's virtually the same thing. And if I'm exposed to COVID, I won't know it, or I might be mildly sick. I already know that because I had it one time that I'm perfectly able to fight it off in a reasonable manner. Uh, I was sick, but I wasn't on my deathbed sick. So, you know, the, you have politicians working people up into a frenzy, trying to prepare them for more lockdowns. And, you know, it's like, here comes another death wave. How many times are they going to say that before people say, yeah, you're full of crap? You know, we've heard this and we heard it again. We heard it again. Uh, interesting in Florida, I heard, but they had this massive, massive spike over the weekend. <laughs> Except what happened was when Florida turned in its numbers on Monday, they included uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Monday's numbers. I believe that's what it was. Maybe it was Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's, whatever. It had three days included. And when the CDC posted it, instead of breaking them out, it just kind of threw it all in there in a lump. And, of course, the news jumped on it because they want to hate on Florida and Texas because they're not, you know, they're not pro-mask and lockdowns. Uh, you know, they jumped on it and said, aha, see, here's proof that, you know, it's backfiring. But, you know, you're crying wolf because we heard that before. We heard that last year when they said the same thing. And when, when everything, when the dust cleared, it turned out that they were better than most places with without the mask and lockdown and all the other uh, craziness that, you know, took place. 
Now, I'm going to have to read this, but just an example of some of the craziness. So this is a post in um, Cuenca, Ecuador, um, <laughs> that was it was put up the other day, and I'm still in that in that group. Although I put a comment and the uh, admin deleted it, it says we are all checking each other's vaccination status. That first of all, that surprised me. But the second part of it, should we be checking the restaurants and the staff? So in other words, should you be going to the restaurant and demanding that they show you a, a vaccine passport or vaccine card or something like that? Now, here's the part that really kind of got to me. Yes, for their safety as well as your own. So no, should we be narking? on other people over this uh here my staff got their first shot of astrazeneca got my second shot of pfizer okay so they didn't say yes or no but another one yes uh, another one as the vaccine becomes more available i definitely prefer to support those who have been vaxxed if two businesses have what i want but i know the employees of one has been vaxxed yep i'm going to the vax place you see, it doesn't even make sense to me because whether they're vaccinated or not, if you've been vaccinated, whatever's going to happen with you is going to happen. It's, and if you don't believe that vaccine is protecting you, then why did you get it? And why are you insisting other people get it? Personally, I believe it is protecting people. So it, it shouldn't matter. They're, they're protected. And yes, they may catch COVID. That's you know that's how these things work. But they're not going to die from it, <laughs> and a lot of people won't catch it because of that. But here, you know, they're 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 combining two issues, trying to rationalize their political worldview. Okay, I want them to impeccably follow mass protocol, etc. Are we checking vaccination status of our friends and acquaintances? <laughs> uh, and then another person said, yes, absolutely. I won't have people over who are not vaccinated. And then this guy, I I'm surprised he didn't get deleted. I, I think I got deleted because I put up a little uh, uh, yellow Jewish star from... Hitler's days, and it said uh, no vaxxer on it. Um, but but here's somebody he didn't get deleted. No, because it's not my business, and all people and all people can spread viruses. Important to me is that they practice social distancing, which is rare in Ecuador. Yeah, but see that doesn't work either. But at least at least he didn't want to pile on and and narc. Um, but another guy, his his answer to that is, but it is my business. I'm not going to pay money to get infected. I want to limit my exposure and go to places that care about me. You know, this kind of reminds me of the uh, gun control uh, arguments where the gun gets blamed and not the person, the criminal with the gun. You know, here, we're not blaming the virus. We're blaming these damn people who won't do what I say. It's... Uh, it's pretty sick in my opinion. 
Here in Florida, we have some politicians that want kids to go back to school with masks on. Thank God DeSantis not falling for it. Yeah, I mean, he's been pretty out there just saying, no, this is nonsense. And the thing is, everything that he's been saying, you know, the science is on his side. And what it kills me is you have all these people that want to, you know, ruin people's lives. First of all, there are people that have jobs, whether there's a lockdown or not. They're not affected by this. And second of all, they're screaming about the science, but they're the ones actually not following the science. You know, and, you know, Fauci's a poster boy for this. I mean, you know, wear a mask. No, first it was don't wear a mask. It's bad for you. It's worse. You're going to cause more problems. Then it was, yes, wear a mask. And then later it was, no, you need to wear two, maybe three masks. I mean, if you're a doctor and you have this information, masks are not new. Back when I was in, in the Marine Corps, you know, I had a week training on, on um, well, it's NBC Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical. And there was a big segment, of, I think it was like a full day, that talked about different masks, kind of protections for, you know, various things. It, this infor and, and it hasn't changed. <laughs> the science has been there. So for Fauci to come out and say one thing and then say another and then say another and, and blame it on, well, it's COVID, it's new, we don't understand it. Except COVID is just a variation of uh, unnaturally manipulated, but it's, it's a variation of the cold virus. It's a common cold. So, anyway, so what else we have here? Well, here on this thing, they actually call out a restaurant. Uh, they call them Orlando Sunrise. The owner of the restaurant, his name is Orlando, and his restaurant's called Sunrise Cafe, but I don't know if he, maybe he doesn't go there. But, you know, he's calling them out and saying, what's the state of your vaccinations? And then, uh, since Delta variant is almost our factor of nine, think measles. I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding all indoor situations. Restaurants would be top of the list. Just a single person unknowingly infected is like a room full of 100 infected with previous variants. Imagine the amount of viral particles in the air. Best wishes. Stay safe. Now, I do think this person believes that stuff. But this is a danger of nobody wants to actually learn to base an opinion anymore. They just want to have an opinion. And they're basing the opinion off of, you know, their buddies, off of, you know, something they saw on the news which obviously they don't do news anymore they're they're almost all of them are just sensationalizing whatever topic it is you know it's like it's 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 clickbait news has become clickbait and so to get actual information you know my health should i get a virus uh, uh vaccine or not well it should be my decision and I should learn from my personal doctor, other information. Once I put that together, I decide whether it's right for me or not. Now, I've discovered, again, for me, because I've had COVID, I have antibodies, 
I know already that my body has an immune system that will fight it off. Even if those antibodies kind of fade, the immune system's still there. So there's no point in me getting a vaccine that's designed to do exactly what has already happened in my body. There's just no point in it. But it's not because I'm anti-vax. Now, for a while, I wasn't sure. You know, there, you, there's so much information out there. You, you, know, you have to wonder. But, you know, the deeper you dig, you find out that this vaccine is just a vaccine. It's just a different type. And I think over the years to come, we're going to see the ability of various uh, cures uh, they may have a, you know, they are, they have been working for 10 years now on a vaccine for cancer, and it has certain effectiveness. Um, there's complications with it, but, you know, it's, this basic platform can be used for so many things. So for me, I think it's a positive. But if you don't need one, if you don't fall into those categories, it should be your choice. I know in Ecuador, they've gone crazy. A friend of mine contacted me and was lamenting that um, she had to get a vaccine, even though she's like, I don't even think she's 30 years old. Uh, her mother's already had it. She's been exposed to it. But she said that she got the vaccine because they're doing vaccine passports there. And if you don't have one, it, you, maybe you can't go to the store. You certainly can't go see your friends. Um, you, you know, your persona non grata. Now, last, last point I want to make, and then I think I'll be done on this topic, is it's brought up to me a number of times. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with the, the idea of the vaccine passport because there's precedence for it. We've always had, well, if you don't have um, yellow fever, for example, then... And, and proof of that, then you can't go to XYZ country. And the problem with that is the person that said that is obviously just repeating what she heard on TV because a lot of people are saying that same thing and using yellow fever as the same example. So you got a whole bunch of parrots out there talking about it. But it couldn't be further from the truth. It's nothing It's nothing like that. Because first of all, if you're in the United States and you want to go from New York to Florida, there has never been a yellow fever requirement. Within the boundaries of the laws of the United States, we have laws that pre prevent that kind of uh, forced action on people. So it, it doesn't compare. Now, if you need a yellow fever to go to a certain area that's at high risk or you don't go to that area, that's a whole different thing. You're going to a different country and they can have whatever laws they want to have. But in the United States, we don't have those kind of laws, but they're trying to make those kind of laws now. And the thing is, if they can make the laws about a mask and if they can make it about a vaccine, they can essentially make it about anything because medical decisions have always been this protected area that would have stronger protections than other things you might want to argue about. But if you can break down one of the stronger protections, then nothing's safe. 
and the government basically steps in and you know federalizes elections and does all kinds of craziness uh, in order to exert their power over people um i don't know how people can sit there and defend that people that aren't getting vaccinated are not killing people that are vaccinated that's simply not true i know you got a senile old geezer for a president that came out and said exactly that. He said that they're killing people. They're literally killing people. They literally aren't killing people. That's absolute lie. There's absolutely zero evidence of that. If anybody's got it, send it. I'll come on and make a public apology. But I already looked. There, there's absolutely no basis for that. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. One of the reasons I actually said I would advise to do a vaccine is because it is rendering a pretty decent level of protection and that it either completely protects you or it protects you to the point where even if you catch it and you get sick, even, even if you're in the risk category, it doesn't amount to much. Well, that's, that's a huge difference. So... No, unvaccinated people are not affecting those who want to be vaccinated, but those vaccinated people are acting all high and mighty and want to rat out restaurants and boycott places and call you murderers. Uh, they're actually kind of being fascists, aren't they? Okay, that's it. My first live personal chat. We'll see how long this stays up on YouTube. Ciao. Oh.